this game since 1982. Took hundreds of thousands of dollars in quarters for me to do. I got the highest score in Galaga. I got the highest score in Galaga. I got the highest score in Galaga. This might be the greatest moment in Biff, what do you call it when an orphan takes a selfie? Uh, what do you call it when uh, an orphan uh, takes a selfie? That's a family photo. <laughs> okay. Hey, I got one. Hey, I got one. Oh, you do? Hey, I got oh, one. Yeah. You might, you might have to edit this out, though, but I have one. What's a reverse exorcism? Oh, oh, let me think. <laughs> when you pull a priest from a baby, it's you're you're kind of on the right track. That's that's when the uh, what that's when the priest is inside the child and the demon <laughs> is screaming at him to get out and he won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I actually had a friend uh, who had an exorcism, but then he didn't pay the priest. He got repossessed. Repossessed. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. If yeah. only Joe was here to enjoy this with us. I know, right? You know, but it's just yeah, us. And he, he has better jokes, too. Oh, much, much better. You know, so, yeah. hey, every, hey, everybody. Welcome to Carnival Personnel. It's me, Jock, and just Biff. Just Biff and Jock, and that's it. Just Biff and Jock, and that's it. Want to hear a joke? <laughs> uh, what do you got for us, Joe? You, you throw one at us. Let's see. Uh, what did the Pink Panther say when he stepped on an ant? What did the Pink Panther say when he stepped on an ant? No, I'm asking you. What did the Pink Panther say when he stepped on an ant? <laughs> Dead ant. Dead ant. Oh, yes. Dead ant. Dead that makes ant. sense. Dead 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 I only saw the first half of that joke. <laughs> So thank God you had that punchline. Well, well, happy New Year, gentlemen. Yeah. I hope you're well. Yeah. As well sure. as you can be, Biff, with the grown-up right. job that you're, you're working 25 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Not that quite, you know, it's not the worst work that I've had, but it's pretty brutal. Um, And so uh, I I've, I've threw it out there, and I talked to Joe about it. Hopefully after uh -huh. we record this for next week's Sideshow, you know, we're going to have a little uh, what do you believe in? It's eh, kind of like a catch-all, go down the list of the stereotypical things, uh, time travel and, you know, ghosts and all that stuff. It should be. Yeah, I, thought, I saw the do you believe in in the rundown, and I thought this was going to be a share song, but. <laughs> you know, do you want me to just play that on a half hour loop? You know, uh, you know. Aside from the, you know, the copyright issue that it'll cause, uh, sure. Or we could just get Joe to do a self indulgent theater and have him do That's shares. Right. I believe. Do you do share? As Don, I could do Don not singing share. Don not I would listen to that on a half hour loop and enjoy yeah. each and every moment. Uh so so. Let's start off the new year on a, on a sad note. I didn't know this until New Year's Eve itself. Biff, every New Year's Eve that I've lived in the great shitty of Boston, uh -huh. um, it, it, since, since the early 80s, TV 38 
has done a Three Stooger marathon. And that was the crux of my New Year's celebration forever. It's something that I loved. It's something that Joe loved. It's something that all of New England who got WSBK TV 38 loved. And then... So this, my, this is like a like a local one of those independents. Yeah, it's a station that carried the Red Sox and the Bruins mm. uh, in the first ten years of Nesson. I think. I think is that these, like, a, uh, like a CW station. Is that yes. what it is now? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. now it, it's uh, it's called My Thirty Eight. Uh, it's independent it, now. It used to carry UPN. Oh, and then well, UPN went away. A, yeah. Yeah, but they but they had it up until last year and uh and they lost it and I didn't know that I literally was so excited management and I had no plans a couple friends coming over <laughs> to just they maybe increase the royalty fees coming like I mean come on really do you think what do you think oh well I learned on the uh, internet that SBK lost the rights because I guess back in August they uh, were not offered the rights by the rights holders and went to oh. MeTV, which ran MeTV oh, is oh right right I know MeTV you know like yeah. a competing nationwide right, syndication right, right. but they ran like a two hour oh. Three Stooges marathon which is not really a marathon it's no. more like a it's 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 like a like fun a slot. run. It's a yeah. slot. Yeah. And, and, and there were years that would just be Shemp or just be this or just be that. And it was great. And sometimes without commercial interruptions and, you know, in the old days, they would have like, and Joe sent me a great link. I won't make everybody go down the rabbit hole. I will put it up, you know, on Twitter. But you won't. I will, because TV38, as Joe and I have been getting together the last few months and watching some of their local original programming, like Ask the Manager, and they tried to have kind of a... It was a show called We Don't Knock, where their big movie critic guy who had this show, The Movie Loft, that lasted forever, was just walking around Boston, going into clubs and stuff like that, unannounced. It was, it was a fun thing. But they would build interspecials throughout the whole evening, cutting back and forth between the themes of the different, like, three streets. Anyways, oh, okay. it's sad. I found a petition online. I donated <laughs> to it. I donated to it. I sent it to Joe. And as Joe said, uh, what was your email <laughs> Well, he, he said um, he sent me the link to donate to the change.org. He, he said he, threw, he literally like donated his he threw his two dollars in and um, I wrote back P.T. Barnum was wrong. Two suckers were born every minute because I did this. I did the same thing. Oh, God, I got you know, money you know, to burn, the, baby. You know, that's George Santos's cam campaign fund, right? Oh, dude, dude, yeah, nothing, nothing. We, we, we'll get into that. But so. Uh, update on my journey to nowhere in the stand-up world. Um, I cannot believe that there's not a Christopher Guest movie about open mic shed. And now that I've been going the last few months out to Worcester, you know, once or twice a week to do open mics, and there's a whole little, little subgroup of about 14, 15 all white guys between mid-20s and mid-30s, mostly there's another guy in the mid 40s, but mostly, and it's a really interesting kind of vibe. Uh, it's gotten more misogynistic and more punching down, but I've recently found a place in Lowell I've been going, and it's kind of the same, but a little different. A very, that, that they both seem very incel ish <laughs> kind, kind of little things, but I'm going to tell 
you know, everybody that I, for the first time, got to do a real set in front of real people. And I won't say any more about it, but I'll turn it over to Joe to give a review and a recap of the evening. Yeah, Jacques uh, called me that day because he got the call that day that he (laughs) was going up that night and uh to do an actual you know set to open the uh, monthly mondo comedy showcase okay down in uh, lynn i'm sorry lowell mass i get my lynn's and lowell's whatever it's all the same <laughs> shithole right uh up in lowell mass and uh it's hosted by greg bogus local oh, comic course. yeah and um he uh yeah he gave jacques a spot to open the the, the night and it was um pretty 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 good I, oh, I I enjoyed it, the, and the, it was the fullest I've seen that theater uh, oh. in a you know the, the the three or four times that I've gone in the past you know right. year. There the the seats now the seats are way too comfortable for a nightclub. I mean they're, they're really it's <laughs> it's set up for a movie theater, but it's not so much. Oh. But it's um it, you know it's like those big like uh, those types of it's they don't recline, but they're you know they still have drink holders and they're big right. and red in there. But uh, anyways, I, I'm reviewing the seats, not so much Jacques' <laughs> set. But no, Jacques went up and he did his, um, you know, some of his A material and some of his B material. He couldn't <laughs> couldn't lay off the Jesus jokes, man. You know, they gave him a little bit of a, a chuckle on the first Jesus joke. And he said, well, hey, right. if you like that, here's 12 more. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, it went it went as well as I'd hoped if not better. Uh, I had virtually no notes except uh, slow down. Like, what does a yellow light mean? <laughs> and uh, lay off the Jesus jokes. Um, oh, and there was really? one gr- well, There was one groaner because he made a reference to uh, the Native American ad from the 70s where the, you know, the, 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 the guy pollution cries. ad yeah. 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 and the Native American cries, played by an Italian American, <laughs> by the way. But he, uh, he said the, the, the phrase, uh, I, it would make a, a Native American cry. I won't. I won't give away the joke. I don't want to burn that material here on the podcast. But it got, it got a couple of like, ooh, you know, like, um, and you know, it doesn't help that we were in front of the First Nation people, uh, <laughs> oh. almost exclusively no, all no, First Nation. No, no, no. We got rid of them long oh. ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gosh darn it! I'm so, so no. They, a, a bunch of them were going to show up. But they didn't have a reservation. Oh. <laughs> I'll show oh. myself out, please. Oh. That's the podcast. Good night, everybody. Oh. No, it was great. And it's like, you know, my sister and she wants to be supportive. She goes, I'll come see you some night. Like, no, you won't. And, and, you know, it's funny because, you know, I won't let the wife go either to these open mics because they are, they're just awful. And, you know, there was one guy I was telling her the routine the other day. He had this whole routine basically about her it's like if you're if you're almost 50 stop coloring your hair purple and pink i mean you're not cool anymore if your body doesn't make eggs anymore your head shouldn't look like an easter one that's the payoff or a three-minute setup you know what i mean and i'm like yeah, I mean this, and, and two and, and a half of those minutes are him telling the crowd how he can't get laid. Yes, <laughs> it, it it is. It's one hundred percent. Is like, oh, this bitch on this app was saying this to me. This is like, uh huh. Okay, well next next on the incel comedy hour we got. But no, it was great. I was so 
glad that Joe went and he did have notes. He, when I got back to the scene, he's like, that was weird that we were, there was people laughing and not at you. Yeah, you actually had a hold for laughter, and I think that threw off your timing. But yeah, you, um, yeah, you, you know, it, it, I think well, for our cool, first though. outing, it yeah. was uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's good. So, so hopefully I'll go back up next month. Uh, another fun news thing. So everybody knows how much work we put into the front yard for like Halloween and for Christmas. And this year we really did it up. We set up a whole skeleton Christmas party thing. And we got it, it's really funny because we got a knock on the door or actually a ring on the ring alarm. And, and I'm not home. I'm out shopping and somebody rings a ring alarm and it rings to my phone. I'm like, hi, and some kid, I'm like selling school stuff, something like that. And he's like, hi, um, all the skeletons you have out front, do you want another skeleton dog and a vulture? And I'm like, what? Um, I, maybe. And he goes, well, my mom's here. And, she, and he points to like the car behind him. If you want him, we were going to get rid of them. So I'm like, hold on. I called management who was home. And I'm like, hey, can you go down to the door? And so there was some family that was like cleaning up their stuff and they were like, oh, we're going to get rid of this. And the dad was like, no, no, you know, that house down the street <laughs> that we really, really, you know, and, and so the lady was talking to management and saying, it's like, we've taken pictures in front of your house. We sent it to our friends who have driven by to take pictures with your skeletons. We absolutely love when we come around because it was kind of a blind corner, like a quarter mile away. When we come around that corner and the lights are on, we just instantly make us happy. And Should we take our <laughs> trash to the dump or to Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like, <laughs> That's, right. Exactly. That's right. And it's funny. So I was talking to a friend from high school the other day. He called. I'm like, hey, you caught me at a bad moment. He goes, oh, what's wrong? I said, I'm actually taking down the uh the millennium falcon christmas inflatable in the yard and blah 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 <laughs> and he goes oh blah 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 i said we'll put something up for halloween or for valentine's day but i love and as i'm talking to him we have a little looks like a little turnaround you know in our driveway type thing where people will pull over look for direction and and there's a car that's slowing and then the car gets right up to me and the window's down and it's an old lady and i thought she was going to ask for directions and she's like I never see anybody here when I drive by, and I just want to tell you. And she starts telling me how great the yard is. And my friend Ron's like, wow, what a coincidence. I'm like, Ron, it happens all the time. <laughs> like, literally, it happens. And and it's it's funny because, you know, there's some people who see it, like friends of mine, they're like, oh, my God, I hate being your neighbor. It's like, well, our neighbors don't see it in mind. They're always asking when it's going up and what's next, you know. And uh, But it is, and it's funny because – our oldest son was helping us put lights up at one point and he was like, you guys put a lot of work into this. And I'm like, you know, buddy, it's like, and I say this all the time and it's true. Life is one shit storm after the next. Yeah. And if you could do a tiny thing that for a minute makes somebody smile, do it. You know what I mean? If it's a pratfall, do it. If it's, you know, it's like, cause, cause the little guy, he, he is at that awkward age. Well, he's at that age where he gets awkward when I, joke with cashiers or joke with the people in the store. Cause I am that guy, you know, it's like we were, we were in, you know, the, the, the market basket the other day and there's a guy walking towards me and we both sidestep, but in the same direction to let the other one by. And we did it twice. Right. And right. I'm like, Hey, look, we're dancing. <laughs> and my little guy's like, Papa, don't. It's like, and that guy thought it was like the funniest thing ever. If I put one hand on my hip and extended the other arm, I mean, he might have dipped me. I don't know. But, but, uh, but it was just funny. And, uh, 
And another funny thing, and I think I think I don't know if I'm going to put in the work to do this every podcast, but for this podcast, I'm going to call it the rabbit hole of the week. And sure. I think Joe and I fell down this rabbit hole together. On, I'm uh, surprised you hadn't seen this before, though. Like, oh, you I know? Saw, okay, you know about it. Then you guys I, talk. I started like several years. Well, no, I mean, I, I didn't go back. I don't know what you guys are talking years about. Years ago. The woman from Nebraska, the real yeah, life yeah. Jiminy Glick. I mean, she asked all these like really kind of you know some of those questions that people kind of want to ask but never would because you know people aren't rude to celebrities, but she'll just outright ask things like you know I mean. Yeah, so I I, I saw I, I probably like four four or five years ago. Uh, um, you know, I saw it posted, and so I kind of watched a few of those then. But yeah, yeah the I mean, the, yeah, wo- the woman's name is Letta Powell Drake, and she is a legend in the Nebraska market. I guess in the late '60s, yeah. she had she was part of like you know, Joe, were you young or old enough to remember like the Bozo Big Top cartoon yeah. show? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and what was the one on Scrooged? What did he play? The dog. Oh, Frisbee Remember? the dog. Frisbee the dog show. You left Carla for <laughs> Clara for Frisbee the dog. Let me tell you something. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you want. And you don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, but she played Calamity Kate on on a, the cartoon carnival like on that local station and then segued into the news and then segued into being the entertainment and like you said biff it's like yeah. i i must have watched like two or three full interviews yeah. or <laughs> montages where yeah. it's not that she just asked like questions that you would want to ask yes of course of course she asked like you know uh Oh, was it Elliot Gould? It's like why he didn't do MASH. It's like, do you regret not doing the TV show after the movie? And it's like, no. Well, they all made a lot of money. You don't think yeah. you're a good actor, do you? It's like flat out. Her next question is like, well, you don't think you're a good actor. It's like the deer in the and then the whole what happened to Booze and Buddies? You know, to who yeah. to, to Peter Scolari. What happened to Booze and Buddies? <laughs> yeah, it got canceled. It's like, but then after I saw all the retrospectives on the late Barbara Walters and her interviews, I thought of Lita and I go, oh, so she was being trying to be as provocative and, and, and in-depth yeah. or uh, get the deep answers out of these celebrities, but without all of the tact and charm of disarming <laughs> the celebrities prior to. It's just sort of like, hey, how's it going, uh, Tom Hanks? Uh, man, your career is really dipping, isn't it? It's not it's not soaring as you thought it might even the money pit? Really? You know, oh, I don't know. Who did she say it to? Um, Gene Hackman. She's oh. like, she's like, you've done a lot of really great movies. You've done a few stinkers too, haven't you? He's <laughs> just like, you know, like, Matthew Broderick. Tell us about your uh, DUI accident. Oh, oh no. And, and, and honestly, it's like so when Joe said that, I said yes, one hundred percent. She is trying to be Brava Wawa. Uh, with none of the charm, but truly, uh, it's it's one of those things. I look, I like, I love Mike Myers. Yeah, I love I love Wayne's World. Yeah. But after Joe and I revisit it, like Bob and Doug McKenzie, we're like, oh, this 
this is 90% Wayne's World. I mean, you know, this is 90 like Wayne's World is a little less Canadian, you know. And a lot more funny. Sorry for Strange Brew. Sorry, yeah, Strange yeah, Brew. It had its, it's had its moments. Yeah. But you're right. And the same thing, it's like, okay, I live for Martin Short. You know, he he is in my top five comedic, you know, entities. But Jiminy Click isn't that much a creative. Wow, when did he come up with this? What's your beef with the Nazis? But, that, but that, that's an execution thing, right? It's not an idea thing. Because the, the, the execution is good. And it's also a smash, like, supercut of all of her most egregiously yeah. awful questions and I, awkward I, moments. I, I, I am going to – I'm making a note to post her post. Uh, so, uh, look, you know, this is, one, this is one episode. We're not going to mention Elon Musk. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you guys know this. Murder is now allowed on Twitter. <laughs> and if you haven't been following this, oh, yeah. Greta Thunberg murdered Andrew Tate on Twitter. Like actually, chalk outlined of the body. <laughs> um, just the most absolute brilliant. And when we say takedown, we usually like knock the person's ego down. But that guy is spending a lot of time in the Gray Bar Hotel thanks to this client, you know, this this absolute hero and and and, and the climate crisis fight. Uh, have you followed this, Joe? You look a little not know what I'm talking about. Well, so I I, I when it it all dropped, I kind of didn't know, and then I filled myself in. So like Andrew Tate is this like MMA guy who was a, a real asshole, but then also you know might have had some human trafficking charges uh, that were looming over him, and he left the country, um, and like I guess he was uh, if he was found or thought to be in was it Romania? Or well, he's in Ro- he was in Romania. He actually it was known that he was based out of Romania because he apparently has said previously that their um their laws are a little bit more favorable for him I so see. he kind of announced that he was doing you know doing you know kind of basing himself there but he was often just not there and uh and and the and the best thing is there wasn't like this is they don't have an ongoing twitter beef they don't have this ongoing like adversarial relationship this one day this piece of shit got up and decided I'm just going to troll this teenage girl on the other side of the world. He t- he takes a picture of him filling up, you know, one of his like you know million Bagazzi. dollar Benghazi yeah. or something like that. And Benghazi, said, yes, his million dollar Benghazi. Benghazi. Oh man, I like taking the Benghazi. Well, actually, he has he has three of them. Benghazi, Benghazi. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, that was a GQP platform from eight years ago. Anyways, but he does. He he he's taking it. He. Somebody takes a picture of him filling it up and bragging about how bad the gas miles is and, and says, I'll send you, send me your email. I'll send, send you a complete list of my cars. And she, and she tweets back. It's like, great. Here's my email address. Little Dick Energy at I'm a loser.com or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. which he, he, she slapped her down. She came back. He came back. She came back. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, and she that was like, what, like last year or something like that. Or it was, <laughs> and, and just, well, yes, it was last year, but you know, because it was just before, yeah. but it was kind of like 10 days ago. Yeah. But then she, th- then he decides, Oh, I'm going to show this 
bitch and and posts himself i don't know if the robe he has was from the hugh hefner collection but he has the uh, actually the room he was sitting in that's pretty sweet 1978 paneling behind him that was that i think he was in eric foreman's basement but he uh he's giving he's smoking the cigar to quote judy tununu the size of god's ego and nothing says sophisticated isn't it the size of God's cigar, isn't it? No, no, no. She oh, she has this great routine where she, this, it's it's so old. She was sitting on yeah. a plane, sitting yeah. next to a guy puffing on a cigar, the, cigar size, the size of, of God's, God's ego. ego. Oh, that's right, that's right. It was a cigar, yeah. right? That's right. I'm but sorry. but he, he's yeah. he's there with his brandy, his what is it, a siffer or whatever you call the glasses? Snifter. Snifter. Thank you. Is it snifter? We're, we're such teetotalists. We don't know this <laughs> stuff. He's drinking out of his fancy, his fancy smancy glass, smoking a cigar, sitting in his robe. And then he's like, well, what says fancy cigar and fancy brandy more than pizza? And then he has to say it. He has to say, make sure you don't recycle these boxes. Well, the police, because they see the name of the boxes is a local chain. And there's only so many of them. They call the stores and say, who did you deliver to in the last hour? Great. Let's go to all the houses you deliver to that have 19 sports cars packed in the backyard there. And him and his brother got arrested. And this is why I say murder is legal on Twitter. Because the next day, Greta tweets out, this is what happens when you don't recycle Sorry, pizza boxes. <laughs> Like, oh, my God, it's like so everything about that. And it's like it was great when the, you know, Donnie Nine Scoops was picking fights with her and she would just eviscerate him. And at the time, she's like 16, 17, just smacking him down. But, yeah, so murder is legal. She is great. Um, So, Biff, you travel a lot. Who has those want to get away ads? No, the Southwest Airlines. Oh, Okay. Does everybody who works for Southwest want to get away now? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, not not a proud moment to be announcing you work for that corporation, but sure, yeah. Not a, not a great week for them. Dude, I mean, the fuck up. And, and look, I, I, I have always liked, but over the last couple of years have become a really big fan of Poop Boodoo Chest. And how he's handled? I I, I, I'm I'm sorry, I, I can't I, say I, the name right. So I, help me I, out. I, I put, it's it's not poop bit judge. I think it's P. He Buttigieg. 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 Thank, thank you, Buttigieg. He's a Buttigieg. Judge. Hello. Oh. Uh, wow. But, but, but how how he's handled? Like like I said before. Before it was like Christmas or Thanksgiving. You know, he actually went on Fox News to yeah. say, hey. Yeah. The people that you're yelling at at the counters, they have no control over this. It, these things are out of And remember, they're away from their families as they're trying to get you. I thought it was such a classy yeah. statement. But he's been on top of the Southwest thing. And he went on TV the other day and he's like, here's the number of flights canceled in, in the United <clears throat> States today. Of which 75% of them were one airline. It's like, I know everybody's getting upset, but it's not. we're not having a crisis at the FAA. We're not having a crisis with transportation department. We're having crisis with one airline that is doing this, and they're 100% responsible. We're going to hold them accountable. I don't know how you hold them accountable. I think the only way to hold any corporation accountable, stop buying their products, stop using them. Um, but Well, in this case, you know, part of it is, though, like, 
announcing, you know, what their obligations are, right? So they're part of it. So he did announce some of that, right? In terms of, you know, what your rights are, right? So he, but there was, and there was this great lady who does this TikTok. She's like a lawyer. And Best. She, yeah, Best. she does this TikTok, I guess, where she basically said, here's your rights. You know, if you were just delayed by whatever, here are your rights. And this is what you can ask for. And, you know, stuff like that. So I think in that sense, he's making that, that you know, because I guess a few years back, there was a kind of a revised, uh, the uh, you know, the Department of Transportation had a revised, like, um, kind of a airline commitment statement that each one had to submit that was, you know, essentially was more, you know, that focused on their customer service and whatever else. So the, the first, so yeah. the first time we as taxpayers build out the airlines, part of the deal with yeah. the airlines is the flyers bill of rights is right, what they right. called that's it. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And then they got bailed out again with the pandemic. And, right. and, you know, and again, that, that was revised and it was supposed to have this. And you fly a lot, and I used to yeah. fly a lot. I hopefully fly a lot again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we've th there are some delays out of some people's heads, but what they did, but what's been fun is if you guys have followed, there's been a couple different people, one guy out of London, and I cannot remember where the woman in the United States is, put air tags and their luggage and they and they've literally on Twitter in real time were tracking. You know, because they were getting text messages back and forth with the airline right. saying, oh, your bag is here or your bag is there. And she would be like, well, then how come my AirTag has it in an apartment building 300 miles away from where you say it is? And it had turned out that they had hired like a third party delivery service and somebody decided – yeah, I'll deliver these tomorrow. I'm going to go home for the night. And and this woman went to the apartment and took a picture of all these bags that were like in the alleyway behind this guy. Like somebody oh was some people were stealing luggage. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and and because she had her air tag and it's the same thing. Then there was a guy and look, travel delays happen everywhere. There was a guy and his wife flying from Germany to Heathrow, but their flight took them past London to like Dublin and then backtracking. And as they're going west to east, their luggage is going uh, west to south. Like for some reason, their luggage got to, and in real time, and he, and he posted it. I don't know if that he put that on TikTok or Instagram, but he posted his PowerPoint presentation in real time using flight data from the plane. He puts this, <laughs> he puts this PowerPoint together and he's like, yeah. And it's, it's funny. Those air tags are great. I mean, one time, just one time we were coming back from the Middle East and it was a nightmare. I won't explain it, um, except for the fact that we got held up and missed a flight because a TSA agent didn't know what an EpiPen was. And my then five or six year old, I don't remember how old he was, lost one of our phones. And, it, it, you know, and um, it sounds first world problem, but it was a, an extra phone that my wife had from her job. They gave her like four phones in the course of like five months, but it had the um, the find my iPhone on it, and we were able to track it down to an apartment in Queens mm. and texting back and forth. And when I text, and it's funny because when I text the physical address, I'm like, oh, that's weird because and like somebody tried to sell the phone back to us for like 400 bucks or three. Mm. And they kept going down like 200 bucks. I'm like, well, you, and he's like, oh, you can Venmo me and I'll send you the phone. It's like, 
you have a stolen phone <laughs> that you're extorting. The trust level isn't, oh, sure, I'm quite sure I'm going to send this. But I'm like, oh, no, that's okay. The cops who are on their way from, and I just Googled the local, the cops wouldn't go and get it. But I Googled what the local precinct was. I said, yeah, the cops from the 44th office at this address are on their way to this address right now. And I never got a message back from them. So I just, mm. assumed, but but it's been uh, awful. Oh, no, of course not. Like, of course not, you know. Uh, it, it, and it's never come up in conversation. Just don't use their attacks to track women because yeah, that's, no, what, was, that's yeah. what all, that's what, you know. Okay. It's funny that you say that, Joe. Um, yeah, it's funny. No, no. I know. Because management has an air tag. Um, her boss's car keys have an air tag on it because sometimes she, they swap out cars. And a couple weeks ago, I. Her her keys were in her purse and I couldn't find them. So instead of digging, because I'll start her car in the morning, because you know, yep. well, you know, I'm I'm a mobster's wife. Like you know what I mean? I have to go out and start sure, the car yeah. for yeah. Tony to make sure it doesn't blow up. And when I picked up her bag and I was walking it to the car, because with her car, as long as you're close enough, it will open. Right. Yep. And all of a sudden, my phone starts going off, and and it was a weird sound that wasn't right. like a ringtone that i know like an ever alert song <laughs> kind of and i look at it and it's like there's an air tag moving near you and i guess there's settings on your phone that it doesn't have to be on you just to be moving so anytime that air tag is in the house and some so she leaves it hanging up on the weekend but as soon as she picks it up when she goes to work on monday to make sure she has that set of car keys too the two kids her phone and my phone all give an alert. So yeah, I guess that's uh I wonder if the Android users have that same luxury, you know. Like they, they have oh, a I don't have an Apple iPhone. Product. Yeah. Oh. So hold on. Joe's saying so according to Joe, only stock women with Android phones is what I'm hearing. <laughs> that yeah. that's my takeaway. Okay. No, 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 no. Hot women. Hot, okay. Hot. All yes. right. All right. All right. Yes. That's uh, your New Year's safety tip. <laughs> so uh Look, we're recording this at 8 o'clock at night on Friday. Uh, as of now, we're day three, 12 rounds in. We don't have a speaker of the house, but at 10 o'clock at night, there's pretty sure that Kevin McCarthy will finally. Dude, I don't want to talk about this too much, but here's my takeaway. The shit show for the last three days, a historic shit show. They have not had this drama um, picking a Speaker of the House since before the Civil War. I mean, we are 150 years removed from the last time any shit like this has happened. Yep. He So they've gone, so far they've gone 12, three days, 12 rounds. They're coming back at 10 o'clock tonight. They think they have the votes now. Uh, I'm sure he'll have it. Here's the fucked up thing. Those 20 people, <clears throat> the insurrectionist caucus, right. that do not want to legislate. They have they have no agenda except how often can I get on OAN and how often can I just recap. You know what, Joe? Some people just want to watch the world burn. I heard that. And yeah. uh and if this is the shit show, their first three days in power. What the fuck happens the next two years? And I mean that. And it, it's kind of funny, yeah. except we're going to have government shutdowns because they're not going to fund the FBI. We're going to have government shutdowns because they're not going to fund the Transportation Department. We're not going to fund anything. And the fact that, that Kevin McCarthy had to degrade himself to such uh, – uh, the last count, it's I like – I guess so, 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 so I get what you're saying, but then – 
Now, this is, you know, this is kind of along the lines of what Professor Cook says, right? right? So then if he withdraws, then Jim Jordan was the next in line. You know, you're going to give it to Jim Jordan? Well, I, I, yes, because the George Clooney documentary drops next week. So he becomes Speaker of the House. And then the shitstorm of, of that. I the, mean, well, yeah. It, no, it doesn't of, matter. From what I understand, the last vote or the late, I, I think it was the last vote on Friday, was that Kevin McCarthy got an extra 10 <clears throat> flips. From right, you know right. the previous vote, so they're narrowing. I, I guess it, it kind of goes up and down, but I think they're narrowing the the, uh, the chasm there. As as we're recording, he needs the as as we're recording. They took a break three hours ago, and they're coming back at ten p.m. Friday night, and they're they're negotiating. They only need three of those other ten people to come on their side, and, or it's really interesting. They need three people to vote for him out of that 10 or they need five to vote to present not, yeah okay. to not vote against him right to not you know to not vote for you know yeah. somebody else themselves mickey mouse but if they if they're if they're if they vote present and they're there it's based on like you know a winning percentage he doesn't have to hit a certain number so if they're there and they vote present uh, so I, th I, th I thought you had to didn't you no no because i because like, otherwise, look or at least you have to have a majority or something I thought no no he has to have certain he has to have a certain yeah, percentage right. of the polarity i can't say the word yeah. but but yeah so whatever and, but how much he prostituted himself out two days ago changing the rules that one person can call for your removal and and the lincoln project which uh, you know, you love them. I mean, you know, they're all evil assholes who created this, but uh, but they did the Theresa May thing. They put a picture of Kevin McCarthy on an end table next to a head of lettuce, and they're like, which will last longer? So, yeah. I just picture Matt Gates sitting in a chair like Potter and going, "Well, suddenly I become quite important." <laughs> so look at you. You used to be so cocky. so cocky. Oh, so now, uh, now, wait, hold on. The whole dialogue has to run through my head before uh, I can. You <laughs> once called me a warped, frustrated old, old man. man. What are you oh, but you a warped, warped frustrated, frustrated young, young man, man sitting there with your little life insurance uh, policy? <laughs> You're worth more dead than alive. Why don't you go down to the riffraff you like so much and ask them for the $8,000? You know why? Because they'll run you out of town on a rail. But... Since I'm a stockholder of the building alone, I'm going to swear out a warrant for your arrest. Malfeasance, misappropriations of funds. Hm. Go ahead, Bron. You can't hide in a little town like this. Hello, Frank? It's Potter. I don't know. Was it Frank what he called? I don't know. I made up the guy. <sighs> The, the self-indulgent theaters I've missed so much. I'm so happy we're starting the new year off a of, uh, Thank you. You know, not a dry oh, yeah. eye in the house. Not a dry. Oh, yeah. Okay. We can joke about it because it is funny. It's also horrible. What do you guys see happening with George Soros over the next couple months? George, George Santos? Soros? Santos, sorry. Santos. George Santos. So, Sarah, you know, Soros, you know we all know I, I, about him. Well, no, we, we know he's so, investing you know heavily you know in Jewish space you know I think I think we talked enough about that party. What I'd like to suggest is maybe let's wait until something happens because, you know, all the speculation from us is kind of not that 
interesting. I think anything we say will be just as factual as anything he says. That's true. That is true. Well, the best part of Twitter this week is all the people. It's like my my grandparents came over on the Hindenburg. Yeah. <laughs> you know, George, right. Like all his famous quotes. But today, and 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 management sent me a screen grab mid afternoon, and I went to the Google machine and I could find information about it, but I couldn't find it from. Any blue check marks or credible sources? Um, what about the I, yellow check marks? Uh, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> what about the gray check marks? You got to check those as well. But uh, I guess it has now been verified as of this podcast. Uh, he decided to, while he raised his hand to vote for Kevin McCarthy, uh, with his other hand to flash the white power symbol. Who's this? Uh, George. Your, your, Santos. Your, your good friend George Santos. Oh, yes, yes. So it's going to be interesting. And now all the pictures, for some reason, the last 24 hours, he's become best friends. Like sitting together, laughing like school kids with Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about something happy. Hey, the Pope died. Good. Fuck him. Uh, yeah. You know, Biff, well, the former Pope, anyway. The former Pope. Yes. Yeah. Y- yes. The Pope who. The quitter. The <laughs> yes. Pope. The Pope, who when a nine-year-old girl got raped by her dad and her mom took her to another state to um, have a medical procedure done, the Pope excommunicated the mom and the nine-year-old girl from the Catholic Church, not the father who was convicted of raping her daughter. So that, that, that part is fine, but let's show these bitches we know, you know, oh, God, it's just awful. But anyways, on and a happy- Nazi. And right, you know what? What's your beef with the Nazis? <laughs> uh, but Biff, I happily, happily was able to able download to, to see your 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 <clears throat> waking crime news from Japan. I don't know if Joe got a chance, but uh, what an interesting story! What the yeah. fuck? What? Yeah, the so fuck? this guy's just driving, you know, you know, just kind of in the residential area of Tokyo. Drives through, you know, just drive, and you know they don't drive very fast in these residential areas. The you know the roads are narrow whatever and i see he's kind of you know um kind of going through that he sees like this person kind of like in the middle of the road which is not that unusual because like i said the streets are narrow and then the guy just comes just starts coming towards the car so the guy stops and then he just climbs onto the hood of the car and then climbs over the top of the you know hood of the car and then he he, looks like the guy had some kind of a um he has a truck with one of those um you know um those whatever those cover things so he got i guess he just went all the way over the truck and apparently caused some damage and but the the funny part of it it was the driver who was describing the incident described the guy as it it was like a zombie was climbing on my car it's like (laughs) really really and then of course they call the police now the and they and so the police talks to the guy so the weird part about it is is that the guy calls the police and like the, the guy was waiting, waiting around or something, right? Like, wait, like, so I mean, they, the pedestrian waited for the cop. I don't to know if that's what situation. happened. All I know is that they said the police was called and they interrogated the you know the individual. How did the police he, get there? Because you know, like the road's so narrow. There's only room. Well, There's already a pedestrian in the road yeah. and a car. Well, and in, it's chaos. Like it's like in other countries. I think what you know what people do is when you know people call the cops, they kind of like you know, kind of run away so that they don't have to talk to the cops. <laughs> but apparently this guy was like hanging around long enough because there's footage of the guy being interrogated by the police that was taken by the victim. So, you know, it's like, well, 
He should have yeah, did, did, did what Jacques did with the guy in the supermarket and go, hey, we're dancing. Hey, look <laughs> at us. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it, it, it was like slow speed parkour yeah. is what it yeah. looked like to yeah. me. Yeah. The, he, the guy starts, it looks like he's standing still and then the, the guy driving the car like yeah. slows to a stop yeah. and this guy starts trotting at him right yeah. in the middle. Like jumps up, yeah. looks in the window, goes on the roof, and then over the back. And yeah, when I saw the cops have him in handcuffs, I'm like, did they track him down? Did did people have ring alarms with their street cameras? How did they track him down? Apparently, he just wanted to see what happened. You know, he fucked around. See what happens. <laughs> I would have. Uh, I would have. Uh... I guess understood it more if the guy was not walking but skateboarding like Marty McFly in Back to the right, Future. Sure. Right. And you know, yes. like he does that little move where he puts the skateboard between the car and then he just like you know, crawls over the car and lands on the skateboard on the other side of the car. Sure. And, um that was a Back to the Future reference for me. Thank you. <laughs> you know, for everybody. Self uh, theater of one. So I was two, at least. Uh, you know, you know, our friend Steve, who put together a pretty impressive Lego set the other day that he shared with us on our text thread. You know, big shout out to Steve. Uh, but yeah, no, I was so happy, Biff, that I was able to download that one. Actually, yeah. You know, for change, yeah, uh, and and I love it because it was a five minute news piece. It was like an actual. I was a little, it, little it's a slow news country. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. There was no animations. There was no, no, no. reenactments. There was no because well, they didn't need it because they had the footage. So yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, but yeah, no, that was that that was a fun one, Biff. Thank you. Uh, so we already had our self indulgent theater. Uh, I'll start with gaming news. I haven't played yet, but my oldest got a PS5 for Christmas. Woo! And, nice. uh, well, it's funny because management took the perfect shot. It almost looked like staged, but she's sitting on the couch and he's walking across the living room to his room and it looks like he's carrying a briefcase. Hmm. And you can just say it says PS5 and she captioned it. It's like, I, I was thinking it was more like he's ca- carrying his luggage, getting ready to move out into the basement <laughs> oh dude uh, which is actually happening next week but uh right. and she's like and he was never heard from again right dot 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 to the end of winter break <laughs> you know? right. which is essentially true no we actually have uh funny that you say that uh you know just we have a uh, friend of the podcast friend of all three of us uh Renetsky coming to town next week oh cool. and yeah. so you know he has the he has a nicer room you know, like so it's like you know we have a guest room in the basement that isn't it'd be fine for like me. Say Joe, yeah. <laughs> but not our good friend Renetsky. She she can be on the floor with the bathroom, so he will be. But I haven't played it, and I'm not going to yet. Um, I haven't got Gotham Knight. Just the last winding down the year, beginning of this year. It's just too crazy because I don't want to start a game like that. If you know, if manage management might have to go away for February vacation, um, right, and that right, would right. give me you know a couple. It could be, between doing the podcast and, and the little, you know, and, you know, annoying people at open mics, it's like, yeah, I got enough hobbies going right now that I'm not taking any more family time away to 100% a game. But I, and I don't want to start a game and play for a couple hours and then do this right. or go here. So if, the, if she ends up having to go away, depending on what the boys have going on, it's like, you know, I might have to do Kevin McCarthy type negotiations with my 15 year old to get access to the PS five for a few days. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but when, when I do, what about you, Joe, you, you playing anything this week? Yeah. Well, for Christmas, I got myself, I mean the family, 
<laughs> the family, yep. A Steam Deck. And I think I mentioned this on the Christmas podcast, but a Steam Deck is a portable handheld. It's kind of like a Game Boy, but for computer. So you can play PC games, but you can also, you know, tinker around with it and put video game emulators on there. So I, I've loaded it up. Basically, it's a little, it's a dream machine. It's a handheld. I don't go anywhere, so I don't know why I necessarily need a handheld emulation machine, but I got it loaded up with all sorts of fun stuff, like all old retro games. Plus, you know, uh, I can play newer games, and I figured out a way to, uh, you can play cloud Xbox. If you have Xbox Game Pass, you can do cloud gaming on a PC, which is basically oh. you log in, and you can do like streaming games for certain titles. And I, I figured out, or the internet figured out a way to do that on the Steam Deck. So now, oh. yeah, the other day I was playing Xbox on my Steam Deck. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, nice. And it was like the future. And I don't want to brag, but I have no friends. So uh, I was able to play a little uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, video game that just came out uh, well, about, about last year. Uh, I played that. Yeah, it's it's the least it's a retro style game that came out last year. That's what I'm using my Steam Deck for, not to play the latest, you, you know, know, it's, it's uh, Call funny. of Duty. It's funny you say that because I was asking my 15 year old the other day, like, hey, you know, he was talking about things he's playing. He's like, and I only know this term because of you, Joe. It's like, yeah, it's a side scroll. I'm like, wait, they make new games that are side scrollers. And he's like, and it's and he said it's like, I don't know what game it is, but it's like it's a new game, but it's a retro game. Yeah, they, there's a lot of newer, new titles and new uh, IPs that are done in the old retro style because those are the people making games, people like me who grew up playing those games as kids. Now, I think Biff has been busy uh, going for high score on Excel spreadsheet. Excel, the last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Have you moved up to PowerPoint yet? <laughs> or is it Excel is more advanced than PowerPoint. If I went yeah, to, if I went all the way to access that's the upgrade yes that's right access is that's like yeah that's the then you're doing level. the database stuff so yep so so tomorrow uh my my oldest guy he's he's obligated to do this homework thing in the morning then we got to go to the gym he's got but he'll squeeze it a good solid 12 hours tomorrow you think you're going to beat him playing excel spreadsheet tomorrow biff or who's who's going to put more hours on their gaming system you in front of excel I, yeah, spreadsheets I or him? you know what i you know i don't have that unlimited you know um stamina like basically i'm not going to be able to play excel like the way i used to play you know <laughs> uh, yeah resident evil back when i did play so yeah no <laughs> obviously your son will win but do you have a bunch of 12 year olds you know calling you racial slurs online <laughs> as well because that's the video game landscape nowadays oh yeah. man um so we already did a self-indulgent theater Thank you again, Joe. Seriously, oh, you're you welcome. Know, everybody, we did the game review. Uh, we'll talk sport for just a second, and okay. uh, this really hit home with well, with me, and I'm sure it hit home with you. Biff, you saw you saw what happened at the Buffalo Cincinnati game with yeah, the, and it, it's tomorrow. one of those things where I would not have watched that game if if the Steelers lost the day before. I wouldn't be watching that game because like it was of interest. It was going to be a good game, but I was going to watch it from the beginning only because. Uh, a Buffalo win makes the Steelers' uh, chances better because we. I wanted you know Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo needs to be motivated because they need a New England loss next week against the Bills for you know for them to get in. So I was thinking, yeah, you know, so that's what I. That's why I was watching, and it's like, and of course, it's just you know, it's like 
yeah, what just happened? Kind of a thing, uh, right? did, did you flash back to our friend Steve Dolly? Um, you know, like I was, you know, it's one of those things where it's it, 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 this kind of hit my mind only because it not just him, but I have another friend, you know, who uh, also um uh died on the ice, but you know, it's one of those things. It's you know, is it congenital or? And the other guy that I thought of is a guy named I don't know if if you remember you should remember because he was a, he was going to be a Cel- uh, Celtic, but um um not not oh no no it was actually he wasn't going to be a Celtic. It was a Hank Gathers. Hank Gathers at Leola Marymount. Right. But but the Celtics did have uh, a guy. Lim bias, but that was a that was a no 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 no. Joe, are you looking it up? I I cannot believe I'm going to kick myself in the ass no the celtics it was about four or five years after lynn bias died or maybe it was like 10 years after lynn bias died the celtics also had a player who did the same exact thing what what was it reggie miller oh no no reggie miller Uh, reggie Reggie lewis reggie Reggie lewis Lewis. thank you reggie and same thing just in the middle of a game just turns takes a step and goes down but but those those were yeah. those were congenital heart things yeah. with our friend yeah. Steve. Who, so the, but that, that's what I thought it was, right? Because like if you watch the, you know, what happened, it, it, it wasn't a big hit. Didn't right? look like. But do you remember the Chris Pronger thing? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. So absolutely. so so Joe, uh, St. Louis Blues, uh, Detroit Red Wings playoff game. Yeah. Chris Pronger, big guy. I mean, we're talking a six six guy, six five, six six guy, who takes a shot. Yeah. a slap shot square in the middle of the chest just square in the middle yeah. takes one step and goes down and his yeah. heart stopped it's, it's but, that, but that, that one that one was more clear to me because, that was because, right that was the impact well, because, of that right because like that it was kind of well known you know before that that uh and I, I don't know if you we talked about this ever but uh kids baseballs were redesigned because kids were dying of that of that because they would get hit by a bean ball the but pitchers, because they're smaller and whatever right yeah. so the the pitchers getting the ball hit yeah. back to the plate you right. know all that it, stuff so they they made the ball like the core softer so that you know that won't happen so um you know you know one of the happy things is the kid comes out of his coma right. and the first thing he says is he's an athlete yeah did we win? Did we win? <laughs> yeah. that, that's the first thing he says. Did you hear about the? Uh, did you hear the doctor's response? No. Yes. Yes. You won you life. Won the, you came you won back. The game of life. Yeah. Back. Um, Biff, what do you think about the NFL's handling of it? Oh my God! I mean, well, so you know, even though they deny it, I don't believe their denial that they were going to give the two teams a five-minute break to get themselves together and stretch again so they could resume the game. And of course, the two coaches, because they are humans, said, "Yeah, we're not playing." <laughs> and yeah. so, and and then essentially, um, I don't know why it took them. Felt like an hour and a half that that I was hanging on before they called the game. Maybe yeah, longer. It, I don't know. And and, and to see a because this is playoff implica- yeah. implications Monday yeah. night football. Yeah, the stadium was packed. Yeah. You could hear a pin drop. Yeah. You could yeah. literally – it was so haunting. And, in, in, you know, I, 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 there's no right answer, but the fact that you had to keep the guys on the air and talking and speculating. It was all, a- I could, all I could say is if there was any actual human running that league, they would have said, you know what, we'll figure this out. We're going to call the game. We're going to send the fans home. We're, we know we're, we're going to deal with this afterwards. Right? right. I mean, if there was any human running that, you know, they wouldn't have – but instead they're, you know, kind of juggling their minds about – 
well, you know, how can we, you know, we know, are we, you know, can we reschedule this? You know, those guys are still there. We, you know, we need to finish this. You know, do we resume it tomorrow? You know, they're that all of those things are just going through their heads, right? And, and what I love, well, what I've heard is it was a players who said, no, we're yeah. done. And yeah. then Buffalo, the coach went to the airport, the coach yeah. went to the hospital yeah. and stayed there and yeah. sent the players home. Yeah. Like he, he traveled separate. The next day, but but he stayed there, and and we talked about this the last podcast. It, it's true, uh, the disgusting thing about we we won't relitigate it, relitigate the the decades long denial of concussions. Yeah, but yeah. but just this year, you saw the Miami quarterback clearly yeah. concussed, uh, clearly yeah. concussed, yeah. and he and he went back and played that game, and then was cleared to play next week's game. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how he didn't die. There was a Patriot player who clearly got. Concussed cost runs back to the huddle he's lining up and luckily one of the other receivers walks into the neutral zone and puts his hands up to stop the game because he looks over at the guy and he's like he ain't right you know and he stop and then he as he's walking to his teammate he just collapses on the ground and it's like and there's there's nfl has not team but nfl spotters you know up in the booth who can call down to the ref and 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 and, and stop play anytime each team has spotters on the sideline and that got missed but yeah. this kid so yeah it's a hard you know it's a it's a no win but if the nfl can find the worst way to take it seems like they do so uh, uh, just briefly I, I i when it happened i wanted to see if they were like what doctors were saying and i found a video i think i texted it to you Jacques, a while ago but it, apparently and i don't know if it's been confirmed but it was a a rare phenomenon called uh, commotio cordis which yep. is if you have a blunt force to the heart or to the chest in the 120th of a second window after a, a heartbeat it it sends like an electronic like an, it basically like sends your heart in a cardiac arrest right so it was yeah. basically it was like the equivalent of like blowing up the Death Star, you know, he had this very small <laughs> exhaust port. Yes, yeah, so it was the exhaust port yeah. of his which I heart. think is what happened to uh, Pronger also. Right, right in that time, um, but you know, uh, it, it this also sheds light because because you know management doesn't get you hear, oh he he has a contract for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money, and to us three it kind of is, but it's not because. You know, he's a second-year player. That's eight hundred and fifty thousand yeah. for a two or three-year contract, of which none of it is guaranteed. Yeah. If he doesn't ever play another game again, that's it. There's no more game checks coming in. It's the only sport. I don't know about hockey, but I know in basketball and no, baseball. No, and hockey also, yeah, because hockey you actually have to buy out the players, so they right. might not get the full amount if they you get. But they'll get out. something. But they'll but, get a yeah. Certain but percentage. but in football, and then I I was listening to a commentator, an ex player, go down how the yeah. NFL has cut like benefits, like the number of people who have well, applied for this. <clears throat> and granted, well, so part of it is part part of it is that's you know so that's like. What the heck is Demoris, you know, uh, doing right. on in, in those collective bargaining? Dude, it's on the right? play, right? It's on the players, it's on the owners. But it's like when you think about it, okay, let's say this guy makes a half million dollars a year. It sounds like a lot, but he goes from making no money in college to the half million tax bracket, which is I think it's around forty percent. Um, and so you take forty percent out of that. He has an agent, he has a manager, yeah. he has a money manager, you know. 
he also played four years of high school and four years of college for nothing. So the one time he gets a paycheck, that's a paycheck for nine years of work. And he has a two, the average, the average career is two or four years. It's yeah. just, it's sad. Look, the NFL can make all these contracts. Well, definitely that. I don't know if you ever saw the ESPN documentary broke. Oh, but, we've talked right. about it. Right. right. So that, I mean, that, that kind of outlines that whole thing. So, yeah. So, but then you look at, okay, the, the, the golden arm quarterbacks who have $200 million contracts, they're guaranteed. Well, but, not all of it necessarily, no, but, but they but, have a higher percentage. But, yeah. But look, if, if you know, if somebody has a two hundred million dollar contract, they get like a twenty million dollar signing bonus. Yeah. They get they have thirty five million dollar contracts yeah. a year, and yeah, and X amount is guaranteed. Yeah. The linemen, the guys who are getting hit on every play, you know, the, yeah. the safety. I, I, th- I think that I think you know. So the I think the guaranteed contract part is pretty well known, but I think the part that. Because I think you're you're talking about the Cleveland radio um, uh, uh, show that they were having the discussion. Is that what you're talking about with Jay Crawford? From yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And I I'm think like... the, I think the more important thing, and I don't want to get into too much of the details, but the amount of the the utter lack of health coverage that these players have after it's it's right? it's unforgivable. So that's the part that, I think that's the part that's you know. So I think part of it is that their deductible went from like twenty seven hundred to fifty five hundred or something like that, and then their uh, their benefits cut in half five years or whatever, and it's like and right. then you don't get and then and you unless have... you. Yes, unless you play so many years, you, you know you don't get a pension. So right, three and a half, three and a half for four seasons. I mean, yeah. Yeah. here's a fucked up thing. I was reading an article today. I'm going to move on. Uh, Aaron Hernandez's okay. wife. I'm going to start the clock now. You said you're going to move on. I am, but Aaron Hernandez's wife is now being investigated that he she's misappropriating because he still gets a pension. Malfeasance. He, thank you, Mr. Potter. He, uh, like his, his, his pension from the league is like a couple hundred thousand, 150,000 a year. That's supposed to go to his daughter. And, and the mom is, is trusted with anyways. But the fact that Aaron Hernandez is still making more money than this kid is horrible. Uh, are you guys watching anything you recommend? Uh, I'm going to watch Wednesday when I'm done playing my Excel games. <laughs> well you will enjoy it i look forward to talking about it what about you joe oh gosh i haven't really been watching anything new that i i was watching uh the second season of only murders in the building finally uh i stopped after episode five and i haven't gone back um you know i've just been playing with my little computer box and uh, <laughs> watching other people play games and uh you know basically disappearing from the world i'm also busy packing because uh, moving out, baby, uh, and my family. To clarify, I was going to say, the whole family's going with them on this date. That request came from his wife. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're moving to a new place in February. So I wasn't so. sure if it, yeah, that's true. It wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was the odd couple or if it was the Jeffersons, right? I mean, it could go either way, right? Uh, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a little bit of both. It's a lateral move staying in the same town. Yeah. Uh, not going to a deluxe apartment, but also not, not being buying. evicted. You know? Yeah, and not buying. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, whatever. Hey, you know what? At least I have my uh, health. Really? Have you seen my health care package? So, so um, I'm going to spend this week. I'm going to check out. Uh, I hope I'm saying it's right. Fisherman and Trouble on FX and Hulu. Um, I don't get many recommendations from, from all-star Tommy, but he says him and his wife 
sat down and ended up binge watching four or five episodes in a row. And they have real lives. Fleshman and kids. is in trouble. Is that Fleshman? Yeah. Fleshman. Yeah. Fleshman. Yeah. F L E I S H M A N in trouble. Yeah. Okay. So if you know, hey, the last time Tommy gave me a heads up, he gave me the IT crowd. Yeah. And I've watched that five times start to finish in the yeah. last six months. Uh the other thing that I watched and I'll, yeah, I'll the IT crowd is the IT crowd yes. is to me what Spinal Tap is for Twisted Sister. Oh, that's <laughs> well I, it's Sp Spinal Tap I it came out. I saw, it, I saw it in high school, and it was a fucking riot. Uh, you know, 86, 87, that came into my world. I watched it with my friend Dara Waugh from yeah. Sunny, Ontario, almost yeah. every day for a yeah. year. And I'm not making that up. Almost every day we watched it for a year. And three years later, I'm in a band, and it's not so funny anymore. Well, <laughs> I want to say, say somebody really, like, somebody like Dio or somebody like that really didn't like it it's like he said you know like uh -huh. i think it just hit too close to home right well that's what it and, and then you talk to anybody who's been in a touring band they're like oh yeah i love that movie before i was in a band this uh, review is only two words shit sandwich that's where do they print that <laughs> that's Oop. not real you can't say that and couldn't have rested on that day too um <laughs> so i'm going to make a recommendation to a very narrow audience um i'm going to make a recommendation to joe's wife and to our friend dan cray my management had us watch a show the other day a movie that she was very much looking forward to called banshees of the inner friend I don't know if I'm saying it right. I N I S H E R I N. It's okay. on it's on Netflix. It stars um oh uh, god, who played the penguin in Batman? I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Colin Farrow. Okay. And some other huge actor who hosted Saturday Night Live a few weeks ago. Uh, management loved it. I yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't stop watching it although I almost did, but knowing um uh, Joe's wife's sensibilities and knowing Dan Cray, they're going to watch it and say what every it's one of those movies, you know, it's going to win seven Oscars. People okay. go get it's a period piece, 1922, small island off the coast as an Irish island off the coast of the Irish mainland in 1922. And I, I won't talk too much about it, but uh. Uh, I did not enjoy it, but it is one of those, and and largely because there was no tights. Right, there, like yeah, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is in a movie, and he's not the penguin. And he's what? not the penguin, right? Fuck that, man. Uh, and oh, the other guy who's in it is a huge actor. And, and look, I can see why people. There was there was some parts of dialogue that are very Irish, very um, um, James Joyce, very like. One of the things I like about, like, you know, the Brits and the Irish is they will be in a fight and somebody will really burn them. And, oh, that was good. You know, it's like, yeah, you got me on that one. It's like they will take a pause from being mad to acknowledge that, yeah, that was really good. You know, it's so like, the, uh, for clarification, the movie that Jacques is promoting is The Banshees of Inisherin. Thank you. And it stars Colin Farrell. And Brendan Gleeson. And that's on Netflix? I thought it was Netflix. And Brendan, I don't know. It doesn't Claren, he was um he was uh he just it, hosted he just hosted SNL. Hulu. 
says Hulu. It is it Hulu? Oh, is it, it, yeah, maybe it's Hulu or HBO. It says Dude, HBO Max. Oh, no, it's we, HBO it HBO might, Max. No, it's all right. And so, uh, honestly, it's so hard to tell. It's literally so, unless it's coming out with the, it's on CBS Movie of the Week, and I got this spinning CBS logo that we all have that music going in our head now. <laughs> I don't know what it's on, but look, it was fine. It, it will, I, I, I will put it down now. It will win five or six Emmys. I thought it was slow. Um, I thought it was not not my cup of tea, baby. Um uh, but I can see why people like Dan would like it. It's very smart. It's very Irish. Um, and uh, and the acting is great. I mean, there's 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 no explosions. There's no car chases. Yeah, there's no cars. You know? <laughs> uh, the dialogue is good. And, you know, I just, I like, you know, me and Robert Kraft like happy endings. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and, and this did not deliver. But uh, Oh, I did, for, I did forget to mention that last week. I went to a movie theater. Oh, wow. I went to see the, the new Avatar. And? Uh, you know, it was the new Avatar. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> good. I mean, I you know, it's you know, it's one of those, yeah, visually kind of cool, but like I never really liked the original one that much. Like I didn't like because it just, you know, no I, I know that there's a lot of whatever. Well, you don't like blue people. It. I mean, you've always hated the Smurfs. You know, you it's know. Just, you know... Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I never Wait, really liked the first one that much. So, did you spend cool. more on the ticket or the snacks in the nine hours it took to watch the movie? Uh, the, uh, the management bought the uh, last week, so uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Although right. I just read that the movie is considered profitable, so James Cameron is going to make sequels. I'm sure they'll, they'll make. Oh no, no, they, they bucks, dude, so. Joe, they have to make sequels because. And, and I just know this from a few years ago. Uh, they have a tie-in. I think it's with Universal theme parks. Like mm. they're building an Avatar world. They're building it. Not, they're not building like Mario Land is opening up and Universal like next oh, month. Of which I'm, I'm, I can't believe you didn't bring that up because you know that thing crashed the uh, the system. Did you oh, hear about this? I don't, but I know our good friend Renetsky was there last week, and oh. I don't like her because she's buying my son's more stuff and she held up like these two like 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 good size like like popcorn buckets and it one could be like Mario and the other one could be Toad and right. asked the stupid question to management which one would squishy like to which she said Joe why not both Thank you. And so now poor Renetsky is obligated to fly 3,000 miles with these. And she's not only going to do it, she's going to do it gleefully. Uh, but no, I didn't hear that it crashed it, but it doesn't surprise yeah, so me. Like, I guess, there, you know, so obviously the demand is high for it. And apparently um, uh, people couldn't get on. Like they would be in the queue and they get kicked out or whatever. And eventually uh, the system crashed when they try to basically, you know, you get, I guess you get advanced tickets and all that stuff, right? So, well, I mean, I, I like, you know, with the new iPhone, with the new Mac, with the new car, I like to get the new model a year after it's come out. You know what I mean? It's like, let, you know, let, let somebody else break them in first because, sure. yeah, that stuff's yeah. going to happen. Well, it's not officially yeah. open, so, you know. Right, right. It's so, the soft open, as they call it. Yeah. Uh, wrapping it up here, we got parenting tips for the new year from my friends. Oh, you have that, friends that, that have parenting that, that, that would be Great. you, that, that would be you. Ah, well, suddenly I've become. <laughs> <laughs> Not with my money. Oh, sure. They Merry have, Christmas uh... to you. 
Oh, in jail. Oh, sure. Your father had high ideals, so-called. But high ideals without... Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, Biff, you know you have a parenting tip that you're dying to tell me because you know you're I, always I, judging I, yeah. the way I raise my children. I, judge I don't judge anybody's uh, parenting, but I will oh, say Oh, by the this. way, oh, 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 yeah. I, briefly, that reminds me. Do you know there's a show on ABC where it's a competition show and it's like a serialized weekly competition show i think ali wentworth co-hosted she's the wife of george stephanopoulos but it's a parenting off oh basically it's like whose parenting style is best oh, so they have competitions about like little parenting competitions i forget what the show is called but i saw this like at the like the last two minutes of it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's weekly, and it's like the same parents each and every week, like you know. So, anyways, there is a parenting tip uh, game show out there, apparently. So your tip is to watch the game show. Yes. About parenting tips. Okay. That, of course. You know what? what else would you expect you from go. me? A, a game show uh, about parenting. Actually, my... that might be the most spot on, Joseph parenting tip for you yeah, right on the, on the nose yeah what you got anything biff uh you know what uh raise, raise a child or you know hopefully you raise a child that ends up being kind of like kind and compassionate so you know as you know i've been i've been too addicted to my uh, excel games to uh to do any entertaining and but one day this the, the last week uh my uh my management got sick and uh my uh stepson and his and his uh son were uh in town and so they, you know, they all kind of went out, you know, to the ocean and whatever. That, and that was a planned day that I was going to skip, but management was going to make. She was too sick to go. So, you know, my son did the tour guide thing and he oh. had to put up with his, you know, older brother who's, you know, kind of a still, a, you know, a dick to him because, you know, whatever. But well, hold on, hold on. I'm seeing right here. Yeah, low, legally, he's obligated to. Yeah. Legally, he's obligated to be a dick to his. But I mean, you know, brother. he basically put up with a, like a pretty much an entire day where his older brother is doing his older brother thing, and you know, so and you know, and he didn't say peep about it, you know, um, you know, he, you know, he just, you know, just basically kind of sucked it up as you know what I got to do it for the for the nephew kind of a thing, and you know, so you know, hopefully you get lucky and you get that. My parenting tip, and I mean this one from the heart. I think I've used it before, um, and uh, and uh, I say this to my sons on a regular basis. When it's time to pick a significant other, really try to only date orphans. If you can date orphans who are only children, <laughs> that is really the way to go. Uh, uh, you know, um, for for New Year's, for New Year's. Uh, management and I had two. There, there are friends. I, I say her friends, but there are friends. You know these two the great women, like single moms, and you know one of them we're trying to plan outings with, and it's always going back and forth with you know her ex's family and trying to negotiate and this this holiday for this, this holiday for that. I mean, I got the heads up on this early on because my sister married somebody from Colombia, who okay. for reasons we won't discuss couldn't go home for about 10 years a <laughs> wow. little, little, little trouble okay. maybe getting back if he did and uh and then when when that was all settled yeah they would go visit for like once every two or three years because it's a big taking you know to go down there and back and stuff so she kind of half figured it out um and you know sadly 
know my mom-in-law isn't with us anymore, but I will tell you, it's fantastic. My wife has no family, no sibling, <laughs> no. So, so when, when we when we talk about oh, you know, so the obligations, the family obligations we have, which are very few and far between, uh, on my side, there's none from her. So it's like I've pointed that out to my boys. It's like you know how Grace can't come over because she has to go with her dad to his side of the family and he has to go with this other dad to that side of the family like one of these kids you know one of the single moms like you know her ex-husband well it's his family and now his stepmom's family and it's like so there's three people pulling on this kid no my advice to my sons marry orphans hopefully who are only children you know and, and if you can marry an orphan who's let's say parents were wealthy and shot in crime alley maybe you know maybe you get some cool gadgets and, and, but that is my uh parenting tip it was great to talk to you gentlemen again uh yep. happy new year and uh you guys can land the plane i got nothing <laughs> oh so i'm well, suddenly I've become quite important. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, a happy new year to all. I, um, I can't wait for another, another, how many, 26 of these goddamn episodes this year? <laughs> Holy smoke. And then 26 more sideshows. I mean, did you hear, did you hear the preview for the next week's sideshow? I think it was fresh out of his ass. Fresh out of Jacques' ass, that idea. We're going to talk about things that you might believe in like ghosts and goblins and love i don't not me do you believe in love you mean life after love do you believe in don not singing life after love maybe you'll hear that on the next podcast no i don't think so uh you'll hear it now do you believe in life after love i can see you through the bedroom window is this don Knotts? anyway that's enough stupidness. Don't forget, 